0: The views and opinions expressed on this podcast do not necessarily reflect that of I Am Cast. Enjoy the show! Well, hello there. Welcome to Reading With I. You're welcome to a brand new episode. On this episode, we will be reviewing The Invisible Life of Adi LaRue by Victoria E. Schwab. I have wanted to read this book for so long in fact it was one of the um, options i gave in my very first episode i loved this book so very much i loved it i loved it i loved it i loved it the first time i was reading it and i loved it more when i was rereading it in preparation for this episode right so this time around i didn't want to give any spoilers so bad because i want you guys to read it that i looked up the official you know blurb to see what was included and what wasn't so that i'll know what to say and what not to say right so um first of all first things first the invisible life of adi larue is a fantasy novel but you know not hardcore fantasy, hardcore fantasy where it's all oh, brand new universe, oh, magic at every turn. No, 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 no. This feels something, it feels like something old, it feels like mythology, it feels like you know, folk tales because it's the old gods, it's about a uh, deal a girl made with an old god as some would say the devil but yeah it's about a deal a girl made with an old god where she would live and live and live forever until she got tired but the catch in the curse was that no one would remember her but of course at first when she makes a deal she doesn't know that the book starts out in new york 2014 and that's how the narrative keeps switching up from the present to the past present past where we keep getting flashbacks where we get the gist of the whole story the whole story is constructed Um yeah even though the storyline is really 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 super intriguing it's the style for me dear god it's the style it's so lyrical you know I could almost almost shelved this book as poetic prose because it's just beautiful i got so many quotes out of that book like so many oh let me give a tiny one it goes something like this march is such a fickle month and then it goes ahead and says where dreamers are most prone to bad ideas and wanderers were likely to get lost like that is prime literature right there people that is prime literature right so um the way it works is that of course she summons an old god and as is usual with all the incarnations of the devil he takes the form of her deepest darkest desires you know a man that she invented she imagined in her own mind so the book takes us on an adventure as Adi finds out the extent of her you know what she can do what she can't do and then of course of course we're human beings she tries to find loopholes and of course the devil keeps trying to get at surrender 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 but of course she keeps finding loopholes 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 and it's just beautiful we see Adi go from country to country you know major events witness historical figures and notable musicians in history like beautiful artworks it's like she slightly influenced them or you know had a hand in creating them or maybe she witnessed as it was created it was really really creative and how she just wove in everything all those tidbits of reality and made them seem so natural and like how she had them conform with the happenings of the book it was really skillful of the author i've read another book of hers another sheet of magic i enjoyed it but not quite as much as this one this one is a bit more my speed and ah yes i guess this could also be termed as new adult genre i recently found out that that's a thing i only knew about young adult y.a and um this one chiclet so apparently new adult is a thing but i think new adult and chiclet are a bit alike well um well uh even though invisible life of id laro is a well-loved and well-recommended book in the book community book twitter mostly for me and um bookstagram you know it, it has gotten a bit of criticism some people say that it's not very inclusive because how can someone live for 300 years without meeting a black person But honestly, for me, I don't feel like it was quite necessary to the story whether she met a black person. No, I'm sure she has met black people, but like, whether it's mentioned or not, right? I feel like it's that type of forced um, inclusiveness. What's the word? uh, Let's just go with that. It's what makes a narrative more stifled and, you know, conforming to the norms and everything. And yes some people say yeah she found a way to include um lgbtq she should have done the same with black people but honestly i don't think it's that big of a deal it's 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 a white people book i'm sorry to say i don't mean that in an offensive way but like yeah Addie is european and the book feels quite european and even the bits that happened in america feel european and yeah i've always loved europe it has this cultural feel to it it's it's quite a lovely book honestly you know um when i was talking about how she interwove the characters uh oh i'll leave you guys to find out how she did that so um one interesting thing about adi and the loopholes that i was talking about is the fact that she can't leave a mark she can't leave a mark whatsoever she can't say her name people can't remember her the moment there is a closed door between the two of you it's like you're completely erased from her memory and she has to you know it's like you're meeting her again so it's like all her life is just deja deja vu deja vu deja vu deja vu oh no the opposite of deja vu i read about it somewhere well yeah it's deja vu for adi because she has to keep meeting people people that she has already met and they don't know her they keep asking her have we met before and it's the opposite for the people they're like have we met before obviously they have met but they can't remember so it's jamais vu for them and it's deja vu for her god I'm i'm just getting excited talking about the book unnecessarily so if i may add <laughs> but oh well i might as well let it run wild because you know i feel like it's one of life's greatest pleasures finding such a book that is written in such a poetic manner and also and also being so engaging so yeah Adi finally meets someone who can remember her and for adi the experiences out of this world to finally be remembered after 300 years of trying like oh i'll leave you guys to go read it to figure out what happened and how it ended and how adi ended up yeah So as I've been raving about the quality of the writing, the lyrical content of it, and um, how many quotes you'll be able to get, I think it's only fair that I read out a few more quotes for you guys. So here's one, it goes like this. There is the awkward silence that fills the space between people who don't know what to say, and the taut silence that falls over those who do, but don't know where or how to start like how deep is that how deep is that let me read um the epigraph i love it i love it i love it it's actually what finally convinced me to read the book after i'd been seeing it on bookstagram for like months on end i first read the book in um, 2020 november 2020 i think very close to when it actually came out there was a lot of hype about it so i had to read it here it goes The old gods may be great, but they are neither kind nor merciful. They are fickle, unsteady as moonlight on water or shadows in a storm. If you insist on calling them, take heed. Be careful what you ask for. Be willing to pay the price. And no matter how desperate or dire, never pray to the gods that answer after dark. Estelle Marguerite. Like how cool is that how cool is that people (sighs) okay 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 enough of me raving about a book you guys haven't read yet uh it's rare it's quite rare that i give a book a five out of five i know you would disagree since i gave my first book season of crimson blossoms a five out of five so um invisible life of id larue i think deserves a 5 out of 5 but like okay let me be a bit critical 4.9 out of 5 or 4.8 out of 5 there you have it approximately it's 5 but you know i didn't really give it 5 so yeah it's a 5 out of 5 honestly uh here are our new titles for selection i'm going to give four options so that you guys wouldn't be overwhelmed with choices and the books i'm giving as choices are books that i've either started reading or books that I have been wanting to read for quite a while. So hopefully, you guys choosing them, well, no, not hopefully, definitely, inshallah, you guys choosing a certain book would mean that I would have to finish it so that I can review it. Killing Two Birds with One Stone. Quite clever, if I do say so myself. So the first title is How We Disappeared by Jing Jing Li. The second is The Girl with the Louding Voice by Abby Dare. The third is Let's Go Swimming on Doomsday by Natalie G. Anderson. And the fourth is Love in Color by Bolu Babalola. The first is How We Disappeared by Jingjing Jing Lee. Um, that's not African literature, but it's a book that has been very much recommended for me. Uh, a lot of people have loved it the girl with the louding voice by Abby daret that's africa literature nigerian i think let's go swimming on doomsday by natalie g anderson even though the author is not an african it's a book that is based in africa somalia to be precise love in color by bolu babalola this also received quite a lot of hype from people on bookstagram and book twitter so yeah i look forward to hearing your choice Uh, as usual i had a lot of fun doing this and i hope you enjoyed it as much as i enjoyed myself bye guys see you next time